Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am so excited to be here in the studio for the first time yes. with Mrs. Melissa Gorga. Hello. Hi, so good to be here. You guys have the cutest studio. Well, thank you. Like my on-display studio can't even hold a candle to this. <laughs> Where is the on-display studio? It's in Ridgewood, New Jersey. It's, it's across the street from my boutique. But the... The studio in the basement we no longer have. Well, because that's that a different house. house. Yeah. Yes. And that was for, you know what? That would have been great for this too. See, <laughs> I could have transitions there. I didn't realize. Yeah. You could have had a podcast business way back. I way know. Back. It was all soundproof. It had all the stuff on the ceilings, the whole thing. Yeah. Are you in the in the new house fully now? Yes, we're in. It's not done yet though. Okay. So we're, we're finishing the inside little by little. You know, you keep going right. as you're in there. And I changed a couple things and I'm already like adding and and some of the stuff I brought over was from my other house. I had some furniture and then I place it in there. And I'm like, mm, don't like it. The outside of the house is not done yet. There's still a lot of work. We're going to start that probably like in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. It's we- it's funny seeing you guys in the, the rental house on this season. It feels like so unsettled. We're so used to your house. It does feel unsettled. And every time it like pans to this strange house, I'm like, whose house is that? And then it's like me and my children standing in the kitchen. It, it was a weird time. And that's why we wanted to get into our current house. Right. Even though it's not fully done yet, we just wanted to get in. And that way we weren't in the rental anymore. And, you know, we'll, we're, we'll be done by June. June, I would say. That's okay. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah, we're at there's so much more still going on to the outside of the house. So, okay. Yeah. I can't wait to see the finished uh finished yes. product. Yeah, a couple months. Couple months. Um, how are we feeling? We're a month into the season ish. We are. Are <laughs> how are you surviving? <laughs> I'm I'm alive. I'm breathing. Um, another crazy one, right? It's yeah. like I mean, I think I'm okay. It's like, it is what it is. I think it's a truthful season on a lot of levels. I think that we've played games a lot of times on that show where it was like just saying yes and throwing things under the rug. And, you know, I don't think we're doing that this time, which makes it more difficult, but makes it more true. Mm. Do you feel like there was a different way of approaching this season going into it filming than in the past? Did you have a different energy, you think? For sure. Yeah, I think so, because that last reunion was kind of brutal, and it was just rough coming out of that. And then we started filming, I want to say, like, two weeks mm. after that. So we were all still there, right, in that mindset. Um, it wasn't not two weeks, but it was not that far off after the reunion. And it was just, it was kind of brutal. This whole season it was a little bit rough, you know? Mm-hmm. You always, I mean, Jersey, filming in the summer, like, I feel like you guys always... It's always it's always you know, summer. It's shore houses. It's long. We're sweating. We're <laughs> shiny every scene. I'm like, oh my god, where's the powder? Because it's a hundred degrees. We're literally sitting outside, 
like you're gonna see the episode this week. We're sitting out in a backyard. I remember being drenched, like the mic pack was dripping down my back. It was just like you're a sweaty mess the whole time. It is. It's tough because you're rolling up to these parties. It's like you're in full glam. You have your hair done, and it's uh, you're in a backyard. It's like how are you supposed to do that? Full glam. I'm like, is there any like? Can someone put a fan in front of us? <laughs> no, it's it's hot, and you're drenched, and nobody wants makeup on in the summer. You almost you know you want to be natural faced. But I think they're going to switch from the summer. It's just like what I think. I think we're going to push it a little further, okay. which I would enjoy next week. Well, it's season. tough because if your show is on in a good groove, they want to get you back filming as quick as possible. Yes. And then you stay in the same cycle. Whereas, you know, maybe if you get to take a couple months off, then it's going to be cooler. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I think that it's just how much can you see us at the shore house and like all of that. I just think it's I would love for them to remember when they used to film like Christmas. Christmas. East, Easter would be like the end of the season. Easter. Right. We always used to do my birthday. Well, everyone's going to be happy. You know, this season is longer than the previous <sighs> last couple. Thank God, because I know everyone used to get so upset that like our seasons were so short. So we have a longer one this season. And then Teresa's kind of like the, she has an episode with her wedding at the end. So, right. Which gives it one more episode. Okay. Yeah. And then reunion. And then reunion. And then, you know, it all the chaos happens. I know we're a ways away from reunion this season. So you don't need to, you haven't seen all the episodes. You don't need to be prepping for it yet. But just thinking about it on the horizon. I'm collecting my receipts. Okay. Yeah. Don't doubt me. It, I haven't had to do that in a really long time because people haven't lied like mm. this or about me or, or Joe in a really long time. But I've been seeing a lot of lies out there. And so I have receipts. I was just going to say, I feel like with the exception of Jen Aiden, your reunions have not had a lot of receipts. It's, it's a lot of emotional conflict right. and family things and working through issues, but it's less about, you said this and that, the other thing on social media, except for Jen. Like, Right. I, I think that, um, yeah, our reunions are always like it's a psychology, <laughs> like we're going through a therapist and Andy's our therapist all the time. I think this one will be a little different. I think it's going to be a lot more receipts, um, a lot more kind of like what the other girls do, what the other franchises do. We've seen a lot of receipts and you know, screenshots and texts and all this stuff making their way around the first few weeks of the season. Yeah. Was that something you expected going into this season? Because with the engagement party, with the right. 50th birthday well, that situation. Was all a lie. That's another thing. Like that was a fake receipt. Like with the, are you talking about the seating chart that miraculously yeah. appeared that no one sat anywhere on this notebook piece of paper, whoever the assistant is should be fired if that's how they're writing down the seating chart. That's not real. I mean, it's oh, there's so much out there yeah. that is just, you know, what what's real is what you actually watched on the show. The conversation between my sister-in-law and I on the show face to face, that's real. Believe that because that's a, don't, you know, everything else is fluff and I feel like there's a lot going on to try to just make us look bad or as if we have bad intentions or as if we're doing things for for the wrong reasons. And that's where I need to like break the narrative because that's wrong. Like mm -hmm. what you're watching on the show is real. When Joe's upset, that's real. When, you know, and I'm and I'm not saying he looks great when he's doing that or that his emotions aren't showing, but I think a lot of people can see it's from hurt, right? So Yeah, I think to me the 
the kind of conversation around the show on social media has also gotten so heightened in the last couple of seasons yes. on on one side or the other. Oh my God, the team thing. It's so ridiculous. It's so <laughs> crazy. It's such a big part of Jersey. And I don't, it just happened years ago. And then I felt like it calmed down a lot. And now it's like, we're back. Yeah. Right? Well, and it's, I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm curious your thoughts. Like, it feels like certain things on the show for you are just kind of a no-win situation right? for at least for a certain segment of the viewers. Does that make it, does that take the pressure off of you in a way to know that whatever I choose to do right now, there's X amount of people watching the show who just aren't going to like me and that's sure. fine? I love that you say that because that's because you're a true viewer and you know that it's like, it's the truth. Like if they're set on, listen, I'm on this side, I don't care what, Teresa does or what Melissa and Joe do or what goes on, I'm never going to say that they're right, right? So there's a lot of that that goes on. And and it's a lot of you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if, if we're kind when Joe Judice shows up at the hotel, we're damned if we do. If, if Joe was rude and had an argument with him, we would have been damned as well, right? So it's like a no-win situation. That was, we had so much, Joe had so much love off that post and just people were happy to see those two guys like hug it out. But then it got twisted too into a negative. So it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, what would you like to see happen in that situation, mm -hmm. right? So that's what goes along with Housewives in general and just the show and like, the good and the bad and just, you know, like you said, it's just hard sometimes. I felt that for you also going to the housewarming party on last week's episode, that if, you know, Joe had decided not to go, you decided to make an appearance to right. show face. Right. And that to me, I saw some tweets and things that were like, she went because she wants camera time. And oh, yeah. Like, like I want camera. You know what? The producers <laughs> will tell you I am the last. I'm always like, you don't need me for this. You can use them. You don't call the new girls. They're going to show up with their hair done, their makeup on, their outfits are laid out. Please don't call me unless it's like a major thing I need to go to. Anyone <laughs> who knows me knows me. I like the least amount. That's first of all. Second of all, I, I mean, really? So if we don't show up to the birthday, we're bad. If we do show up, we're good. Like, that's where I'm saying. It's like, if I didn't go and represent Joe and my family in a way, just to be that. And the truth is, I am happy for Teresa. I am. I want her to have everything she's enjoying. And I'm happy that she's in her new home. She has this new guy that she's in love with. Good for her. Like, I'm happy for her. And I don't want it to seem as if we, we don't want to support anything new that's going on in her life. At the time, we're very upset about a lot of things that you haven't seen yet. Um, and it's way deeper than like the bridesmaid thing that everyone wants to say, you know, it's just about being a bridesmaid. It's not. It's I, I actually said what I meant, which was I'm OK not being a bridesmaid. It, it was what happened before that. There's a, a little bit more of a backstory, obviously. Um, you guys aren't getting it all yet, but I think you will. You'll get the full story, but you don't have it yet. Mm -hmm. So there's there's and, you know, and I can't exactly just say it all, but it goes a lot deeper than being a bridesmaid in a wedding. Did I think it was a, a line in the sand? Yes. But it's your free world. It's your right. wedding. I, you know? I kind of felt that way about um about your mom and your sisters not being invited to the wedding, that it's like she is, you're free to make whatever decisions you want to make, but those decisions also have messages that are attached to them. And right. at the end of the day, you choose what you want to choose and you don't get to control what message that sends. Exactly. 
Exactly. Because it's like, we're not going to tell you who to invite to your wedding. Is that the right thing to do? In my book, yes, it would have been the right thing to do. But if you're choosing not to, that's fine. But then don't complain that this family's torn apart. A family, family, family. Why aren't we all together? Why isn't my breath? Well, hello. Like there's the actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. And that's really my point this whole entire season. It's like you can say anything you want. The words can come out. But your actions are are what matters. Yeah. And that's my point here. And your actions are fine. They're your choice. And you live with them then. Don't complain that everybody's not tight otherwise. Mm -hmm. Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence, thanks to Honey Love. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. You mentioned the the new women on the show this season. You yeah. got three of them. Three. They're I know. all we're you know four episodes in. They're all firecrackers. firecrackers. They're all having their moments. Yes. Were you excited? Did it feel like there was kind of a new moment happening with these women coming in this season? For sure, I was so happy. You know, I'm the one who always asked Bravo, like, we need new girls, we need fresh blood, like, bring them in. And and it's not easy to cast our show because of the family dynamic and. You know, sometimes we can be polarizing, right? It's just a lot. And they were able to find these three girls that I think fit in their own individual way so great. And I really think they all three of them bring so much that we need to the show. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, uh, just based on, you know, different uh, social media posts, things, it seems fair to say that you're the least close with Danielle. Well, no, I mean, I think Danielle kind of came on and, chose a side when I don't think that you normally 
have to, I don't think it has to be that way. Mm. You'll see a lot of interaction actually between Danielle and I on the show. I help her out a lot with her business that she wants to get into kind of basically doing exactly what I do. She started doing it um a couple years ago, I guess she's been doing it for a minute, but she wanted to elevate it. I took her with me, you know, to do some buying and I've talked to her. Her and I actually do connect um, in a certain way on the show. There is a little something that starts to happen maybe towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, but I think Danielle and I will reconnect. Yeah, the scene when you were at the showroom looking at the clothes together and she was talking about the situation that she has with her brother. Yes. I think it felt as a viewer a little bit like she was being uh, not super subtle with her feelings about that and saying like, you know, I think it's the wife. Right. That kind of vibe. Because it's so much easier to just blame the wife. I mean, if you haven't seen that for the last 15 years, it's just easier to blame the wife than to blame yourself or to take accountability. I don't know her personal situation, mm -hmm. right? So um, I can't really judge on it. She didn't really elaborate on what the exact details are in her situation. But I feel like a lot of people just don't want to take accountability. And they're like, it's, you know, all roads lead to the wife, right? That's just the easiest thing to do instead of blaming your brother. Yeah. And then you brought Rachel onto the show, kind of. She, her son is friends with your son. Yes. Yeah. Gino and her son, Jaden, are really good friends. They go to high school together. Um, I've known her from... Franklin Lakes, she was already in talks with them and let me know that, you know, she was going to audition and she was talking to them. So, of course, them knowing that she was a friend of mine, she has a really dynamic family as well. They're super, super funny. Um, she's half Jewish, half Italian. So that kind of just blends so well with us. And um, she's she's great. She's a good friend. Mm hmm. Does it feel crazy to you that we have a housewife born in the 90s? Yes. But you know, it's so <laughs> that is so crazy. She's actually the exact same age that I was when I joined the show. Right. I joined the show at 31 with um, a two month old, a newborn as well. And Antonia, Gino was two, Antonia was four. So I literally joined the show at the exact same age she's joining now. So I see a lot of similarities. I think it's it's funny. It's crazy thinking about that you joined the show when Joey was two months old, a newborn. He's 12. It's been 12 years. Time it's, flies. I mean, does. I feel like Jersey more than a lot of the other shows when I see how old these kids are getting. I'm like, damn. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> no, the fact that Antonio's behind a steering wheel like that. <laughs> no, I'm like, what is happening? Like right. we all watched her like ask how old Jesus is. Right. And it's like, that's <laughs> how you met her. And now she's like picking a college and going. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've been doing this for a really long time. And it's crazy that you guys. I mean, her whole life has been on reality television, all of my kids. And I'm so thankful that they're so like level-headed and cool about it. They don't think like anything special about, they're just, they do their thing. They they know their lane. They don't like invest themselves into what's going on. They're there. They're, they're part of our story and our life, but they don't want to be like the center of attraction of a reality show about grown women. They're just mm -hmm. like, get me out of here. Right. Yeah. So I respect that. I don't pull them in. I don't use my daughter to like say negative things about the other people's people on the show. I don't do that because to me, that's like not, I don't want to be that mom. Right. I don't want to do that. So I don't do that. And I, and even if my daughter has thoughts, which I'm sure she does, she's a, she's a very smart girl. She sees everything. She reads everything. She knows what's going on. She's smart enough to also know respect even towards her aunt, where she's not going to speak up. But don't think she doesn't, you know, see what's going on. She's a smart girl. Yeah. Yeah. 
you got to get like page six blocked on. It's tough. I mean, with social every- media too, it's yes. like everything's getting sent and shared. Yeah, and that's and, the sad part. That's yeah. the hard part. You know, I like I said, there's always ups and downs, right? Where it's not like all flowers and roses being on reality television. There's perks yeah. and there's great things, but there's also that, you know? So. Mm-hmm. That's like the hard part about it. But other than that, I think they thrive. They're good. They, they're Gino's the most, the least invested. Like he's like, get out of here. Like he giggles at the show. <laughs> if it's on, he literally giggles and like walks the other way. Yeah. You know? uh, so you have had your ups and downs with Jennifer the yes. last, you know, few years. Yes. I thought it was, I couldn't help but laugh the last, last week when we found out that she had been on the phone with both Jen Fessler and with Rachel kind of Dabbling. digging around, planting some seeds. See, but that's Jen's MO. Honestly, like that's what she does. She likes to get ahead of it. She does it on social media. She DMs people constantly. Like that's Jennifer. She's very big on like giving you her side of the story. It's she's known for it. She, I'm sure that if people were start to come out, they'd be like DMs everywhere from Jennifer Aiden. Like I had one guy like say to me, he came to Envy and he was like, you know, you know, he posted some pictures after and Jennifer literally DM'd him after. He's like, why do you like her? And why do you go to that store? I'm like, what planet is this? Like, what do we, like, I can't even believe she goes there, but she does. And my biggest thing with Jennifer, I actually am good with her. You're going to see me all season with her. We actually have a good time. We have a lunch together. We, um, we go to Ireland. We have good, I don't know with her. It's just very confusing to me. It comes out of left field. Even if you go down the episodes since she joined the show, yeah, there was really nothing that I've ever come at her for. Even with the infidelity rumors had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even put my foot near it. I didn't talk about it. So I'm always like, what's your problem with me exactly? Or is it just that it's there's such a need to please Teresa? Because yeah. you can rewatch every single episode there is nothing that her and I have this confrontation about that's like some big thing or a reason for her to feel that way. So like, I don't respect followers. Like, you know, act in the situation for you. You don't need to, you know, be up someone's ass. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you just don't. It's silly. You gotta it, stand on your own. Yeah, it's like you're, you're- Why would you even want to? I think she's a strong personality on her own, by the way. I think she's stronger when she's not standing next to Teresa because we get to see- Jennifer, Mm. right? We get to see who she is. The moments I have with her on the show where, you know, her head isn't up a butt, she's great. She's great to deal with. She's great to to talk to. Like, I I don't get it. I really don't get what she thinks she's doing for herself by doing that. Sorry. (laughs) She's gonna be uh she's gonna be on the phone to like Tom Sandoval asking what's up, (laughs) getting all the details. She'll be in she'll be sliding in the DMs (laughs) for sure. But yeah, I mean, I know she's like twisting it a little bit, but she definitely was on the phone with the ladies trying to, um, you know, trying to sway their their side. Yeah, I think it's interesting watching her dynamic with Dolores play out because Dolores out of everyone on the cast really doesn't get to a bad place with people very often. She doesn't. But Jennifer's the one if she's going to in a bad mood with anyone it's definitely going to be jennifer i think she she tolerates her she says it she's said it out loud i think she you know i don't know i don't know that's a that's a whole nother situation yeah it's tough when you get into the the team mentality that it feels like okay well if you're friends with margaret and margaret's not getting along with jennifer it it becomes sort of automatic even if there's not yeah an issue for sure between you and her specifically mm-hmm 
I don't know why I've always been like some weird target for Jennifer always. And I could never figure it out. And then little by little, I was like, she just wants to please someone else. It really has nothing to do with me. And if you talk to her, she actually, she can be very complimenting when she talks about me, when she, even when she talks her and I, it's like her actions don't match how she really feels is what I think. Mm. And it's a shame. I would have liked to got close with her and maybe had some fun with her on the show. She can be really fun. Right. So I don't, I don't know what happened there. I don't get it. And that's out of my control. I've learned not to control how other people act and like what they do, because then I'm just going to spiral. Right. Because I'm like, why don't you like me? I feel like (laughs) that must be something that you kind of have to learn being on the show for so long that not every situation is going to be fixable or controllable and that not everything has to be that deep to you. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, you know, I think they would all contest. They would all say that I'm probably the one that I don't drag it after we're done. I would I drag it the least of everyone. I don't understand this rallying on Instagram. I don't see what what it does for the fans either, because it's a lot of off screen stuff. Right. That goes on. But I always tell the fans and whoever I talk to pay attention to what goes on the show, because all of this stuff on the Internet is false. I'm telling you right now, 90% of what I read about myself, I don't know about the other girls, false. Like you can ask me any question you want right now. I have an answer for you. (laughs) Even the other day, I know my sister-in-law did um, Access Hollywood. She said that Joe only came to visit her one time in prison. Well, that's because the day she left, Joe called her to say goodbye and she blamed him for the reason why she's going there. Wouldn't put him on the list for the first six months. Wouldn't allow us to see the children for the first six months until Teresa checks in came around. Then he was suddenly on the list. She started, she wanted to use my attorney who I had been using for years and years. He had told her, you really need to put them on the list. They need to, you know, she wanted her brother to come film seeing her in prison. So then it made sense for her to finally put him on the list six to seven months later then all of a sudden I was allowed around the kids. I had them that whole summer. The whole year of 2015, I have pictures in my phone with me and the girls mm-hmm. starting in the summer when she would allow it. So he went once because it was on her clock and when she was going to get paid for him to go. But that's not how it's always a narrative is always twisted into like we're opportunists. I think she literally used the word opportunist. No, when you were going to make money doing something, that is when you allowed your brother to come see you. And it was like a one-time thing. Yeah. So I'm sick of it. Like, I need to correct it sometimes. I stay very silent. A lot of people, Yeah, I'm known for that, right? I don't really play in the mud too much. But when it gets out of control, Dylan, I need to like answer some of these things because it's lies. There's just lies. It's like a smear campaign going on. You know, people are hiring outside publicists. There's a lot going on that you guys don't know. Yeah. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. One last thing I want to bring up is the situation where Teresa and Jacqueline recently caught up. Okay, yes. And I mean, good for them. Y- you've you've talked about what they said that, you know, you were a master manipulator or whatever, and that that was a surprising thing to hear coming from Jacqueline of all Jacqueline people. Jacqueline is the girl, just so you know, <laughs> before I even got on the show, would call my phone Every single day. There was somebody else who just said that Jacqueline helped them too before they got on the show. Um, she literally used to try to produce our show, manipulate every scene before she got into it. The fact that she's even using that word, that's another one. Can I be completely honest? Go back and watch that season where she starts yelling at me about the four no came out of left field. She was very, very annoyed that when you know, that when Teresa and I were going to make up, she, I don't know if she felt threatened in some kind of way, or she thought that meant I was going to turn on her. She did not want my sister-in-law and I to get back together at that time, that season where we wanted to be together again, when she got home from prison and all of that, she didn't want that to happen. So she was, I don't know. And this whole new thing, it's so the timing, how great is this timing that like all of a sudden Jacqueline comes out of left field we haven't even out of her wherever she's been says something negative about me which is like and then all of a sudden Teresa's like hi let's be friends again it's the timing is pretty crazy but good for them I hope that they're rekindling and having a great friendship um I just think the timing is a little yeah I mean it's fine even I think even Andy said it at one point it's just like a little the timing was and and I think actually Teresa admitted that on, on Watch What Happens Live. She goes, yeah, well, that too. She did say something about <laughs> Melissa. So it's like, that's why Jennifer does what she does. Everyone knows that you just, yes, Teresa to death, do what she wants, and you're in. And I think these girls sometimes don't know how to stand on their own, and they do that. You know, what's so funny is, it's funny that Jacqueline suddenly feels like all of this warmth and stuff towards Teresa. She literally, if you can see the text messages, she texts Jackie Goldschneider, which I happen to have, um, about Teresa within the last year, you would fall over. I could never even say those words about Teresa. So to me, this is all shocking. I don't. So I, I I don't know what's happening here. I'm so sick of the narrative and like all of the lies that like I I think I need to start talking more. But I just don't like to do. I don't yeah. like to get in the mud. You know, I save my receipts for the reunion. Yeah, maybe we got to get Jacqueline at the reunion this season. Yeah. I mean, Uh, I don't know why she decided to come out and do this with me. Like, I haven't seen her in 10 years. Right. I never tweet about her. I don't follow her. I don't think about her. I do hope she's well. I loved her and her family. I really did. Never had an argument with Jacqueline Lareda. Just let me put that on the record. Only argument I've ever had with her in my life was whatever she started screaming at me that day on camera, never argued with her in my life. I don't even know what she's mad at. I, I'm confused. So uh, it is what it is. Well, ja- ja- Jacqueline, if you're listening. <laughs> God, oh, she's <laughs> oh my God, we're triggering here, but it's fine. Like she, what else can, she could just keep going and going. It's fine. I don't get what she's doing. It's just the weirdest thing to me. Like out of left field, why? Yeah. Well, 
last thing, how do we feel about the rest of the season? Are one word? Are we excited? Are we nervous? Are we? Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I think I'm excited for like I hope you see Ireland. Ireland is so much fun. I think we all forget about everything for a second and we just have fun together. All of us, the whole cast. So Ireland I enjoyed. I had so much fun there. Okay. Yes. I'm glad I'm glad Let you me have bring something some happiness. I'm glad you have something you can be like genuinely excited oh, to I see. Oh, I am. It was such a beautiful country. That those are the perks. Honestly, it was so beautiful. It was a great girls trip. I had the best time. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I had the best time with you today. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Melissa. It's so good talking to you always. I love you. You too. I follow you and all of your memes oh, and all of your things. I always agree with most of what you say. So I'm like. <laughs> That's all I could ask for. Oh, it was most, right? You most, don't want to be yeah. perfect. You want to, you want, yes. That was boring. I agree. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Everybody watch Jersey Tuesday nights on Bravo. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool yeah mention it all is produced by dylan hafer sean kilby jorge morales pico and rebecca sousmacat editing by jorge morales pico social media by dylan hafer guest booking by dylan hafer and ali friedlander be sure to follow at bravo by betches on instagram and twitter betches